one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for demanding that your husband go on paid leave at work? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for laughing at my soon-to-be niece's name? I, 22-year-old female, have a sister, 25-year-old female, and she's 8 months pregnant. She waited later in her pregnancy to talk publicly to our family about what she's going to name her daughter. My sister is quite traditional, and honestly thinking back on it, the name she chose isn't surprising to me. So my mom, dad, sister, her husband, and my grandma were all at my parents' house and my sister was talking about her pregnancy and what her daughter's name would be. She said she's going to name her Deborah. My grandma loves the name and my parents like it too, but I started laughing unfortunately. My sister immediately called me out and asked me what was funny, and I asked her if she was really going to name her baby that. My grandma stepped in and said it's a pretty name and that it's better than modern kids' names. My mom was pissed off at me and made me apologize to my sister but I was so surprised at the name that I refused to apologize. Now, my sister isn't talking to me right now, and I've tried reaching out to her multiple times, but nothing. My mom keeps trying to have me apologize to her, but seriously, that name for a baby is crazy to me. I don't understand what's funny or weird about Deborah. I mean, maybe if it was a name that really hit like old school, like, I don't know, Mildred or something. But even then, I don't think it's burst out laughing worthy. Do you guys agree that this is just kind of weird? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents the truth about my stepsister's fiance since they now won't pay for her wedding? I, 28-year-old female, have a stepsister Jen, 29-year-old female. Our parents got together when we were teenagers and Jen and I never clicked. I have nothing against her, we just aren't close. From the ages of 22 to 26, I worked at my stepdad's company and Jen worked there too and still does. While working there, I became friendly with a colleague, Pete. Everyone in the office would joke about Pete having a crush on me, but I never saw him like that and he never said anything, so I didn't pay much attention to the possibility. However, when I started dating my now husband, things got a bit awkward with Pete. When I quit my job, Pete and I didn't really stay in contact, but we followed each other on social media. It was a few months later that I saw on Pete's social media that he had started seeing Jen. Pete and Jen got engaged last year, and since, my stepdad agreed to pay for the wedding. A few weeks ago, an old colleague got married, so me, Jen, Pete, and my parents were all at the wedding. Pete was a little over-friendly at the reception, which I put down to alcohol. Later in the evening though, I was outside getting some air and Pete came out and basically propositioned me. I made it clear I was extremely uncomfortable and went back inside. The next day, I called Jen and told her everything. She accused me of trying to ruin her relationship and said that I shouldn't make the whole situation worse by telling her dad since I'd already done enough to sabotage her relationships. I agreed because I didn't feel I had any right to continue being a spanner in the works. 
A week ago, I was Skyping my parents and they were talking about Jen's wedding. They were talking about Pete and my face must have changed because they immediately asked if something was wrong. I insisted it was nothing, but it turned out they'd seen Pete follow me out at the wedding and had their own theories about what he'd done to upset me, all of which were worse than what actually happened. After 20 minutes of them thinking the worst, I told them the truth. I begged them to not do anything about it since Jen and Pete worked it out, but my stepdad was livid. He called Jen and they had a huge fight, and he refused to pay for the wedding or even attend. Jen's been calling and texting me and posting on social media about what a horrible person I am for ruining her wedding, and I've had messages from her friends telling me how awful it was for me to tell our parents after she asked me not to, and saying how I've basically ruined Pete's career, etc. I tried explaining that letting them continue assuming would have led to worse consequences, but apparently I should have just been able to hide the whole thing somehow. My friends say I did nothing wrong, but my stepdad's now not speaking to Jen, and her whole wedding has been cancelled because of me. So I do feel guilty. Am I the jerk? As much as anybody might want to try to make it out like OP is the reason the wedding got cancelled, it's not. Pete is the reason the wedding got cancelled. OP wasn't the one trying to ruin this soon-to-be marriage. Pete was the one that propositioned you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for going into my daughter's room while she was asleep? My daughter, 23-year-old female, brought her girlfriend, 25-year-old female, to stay in our house for a few days. It wasn't the first time I, 56-year-old female, met her girlfriend, but it was the first time we knew she was serious about this girl. They went on to stay in a room that I can safely say is usually my workspace with a spare bed. We moved houses after our kids moved out, so our daughter didn't really have a room in this new house. In the morning, I noticed I left my tablet's stylus pen in their room, and I needed it to get on with my work, so I thought I'd wait for them to get up and then I'll get it. I waited an hour and they didn't wake up, so I went into their room, retrieved the pen, walked out and closed the door. I didn't want to wake them up because they'd come a long way on a long flight. My daughter later confronted me about it and said she was extremely uncomfortable by what had happened. She said it was inappropriate for me to go in. I was like, sure, but nothing bad happened. It wasn't a big deal. She was mad and said, what if none of them were wearing something appropriate? And she insisted that this was an invasion of her privacy. I told her that wasn't the case. It really wasn't. I didn't even look, but I noticed they were only cuddling and they were asleep. So nothing was inappropriate in that sense. My daughter left much earlier than planned and demands an apology before ever coming to visit again. I don't think I did something crazy, it was just a second. Does this make me the jerk? In that situation, if you legitimately need that stylus, it's much better to have to wake them up, even if you really don't want to, than try to do some like weird sneak around operation. And God forbid you sneak in there and you go to grab it and they wake up and see you snooping around, how does that look? Our next story is, am I the jerk for opening the windows to let in cold air because I'm too hot? I, 24-year-old male, and my wife, 22-year-old female, have been going back and forth for a while about this. I've been pretty sick for the better part of a month. Body aches, nausea, killer headache, and most recently really bad hives all over my body. I've never had them before and I have no idea what could have caused them but heat. And being super hot makes them 100 times worse. And since I'm always hot, I try to open the windows and turn the ceiling fans on and turn the heat off in the house. 
to try and cool down so that I don't have to deal with the itching, burning all over my body on top of everything else. My significant other is constantly saying she's absolutely freezing to death. She'll close the windows, turn the heat back on, and shut the balcony door to prevent any of that cold air from coming in. She's not sick, nor is she dealing with any symptoms of anything. When I reopen the window, she says, Oh, please, please, can we close it? I'm so freezing cold. And I say no and leave it open, so she gets up and closes it herself. I tell her that I'm too hot and it's making me feel worse, and all she has to say is, Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to get you anything? But like, I just need some cold, fresh air. I don't know if it's going over her head or what, but it's getting to the point where I have to take a child shower just to cool off. Apparently, the details in the comments include that OP's been regularly allowing the house to get below 60 degrees Fahrenheit, they have a 6-week-old child in the house. Has OP sought medical help considering it's been almost a month of this? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not splitting my trust fund with my half-sister even though she's pregnant? I, female 23, have a half-sister Kylie, 21, who is the product of one of my dad's affairs. Her birth resulted in my parents splitting up. Mom remarried two years later, and my dad moved away shortly after the split and wasn't really a part of my life. I always knew about Kylie, but I only met her when I was 16 through my father. And while we saw each other a few times over the next few years, we never developed a relationship. For most of the past two decades, my father's been a gambling addict. He never had much of a stable income and definitely not a stable lifestyle. Because of this, my grandparents fulfilled all the financial stipulations in his divorce. They paid for my education, paid child support to my mother, and set up a trust fund which I got when I was 21. This was all an unofficial arrangement and they didn't do this for Kylie. I met my fiance at 19, so I've never used any of the money in the trust fund. Two weeks ago, I was at my dad's for dinner, we live in the same city, and he said that Kylie had asked for my phone number. I said it was okay to give it to her. My dad also mentioned that Kylie is now pregnant. A few days after I got a call from Kylie, she explained that she's working a minimum wage job and living in accommodation that will be unsuitable when she gives birth. She said that since I had a trust fund that she also should have got, I should split it with her so that her child doesn't have to go through what she did. I was totally blindsided by this and said I would think about it. She called me every day after that, saying how she had a lot of expenses now that she was pregnant, and guilt tripping me saying the family owes her. I talked to my grandfather and he said while it's my money, he thinks I'd be an idiot to hand out large sums of money to someone I don't know and who only wants to know me because she wants money. Ultimately, I felt he was right and told Kylie I wouldn't be splitting the money with her. She started screaming at me, calling me selfish and spoilt, and basically dumped 20 years of trauma at my door because I had the audacity to be born. She also said it'll be my fault if something happens to her baby or if he or she grows up poor. I hung up the phone and cried. My grandparents and fiancé say I've done the right thing. My dad said he's offered to give Kylie some money but he doesn't have access to the kind of money in the trust fund because of his addiction. But he says I'm not to blame and that Kylie isn't my responsibility. That said, the things she said about her life and about her child's future were so awful, I can't stop thinking about it. I don't think I'm the jerk for not wanting to give huge amounts of money to a virtual stranger, especially one who was so demanding and rude to me, 
but I also don't like to think I'm punishing an innocent, unborn child for who their mother is. Am I the jerk? When it comes to you getting a specific amount of inheritance that maybe others don't have access to, there is almost always going to be some relative popping up from the woodshed trying to make you feel bad for keeping it all to yourself and not just sharing a little bit of it. 100% if you want to keep it for yourself, there's no shame in that. This next story is, am I the jerk for siding with my 35, fiance 26, over my daughter after they got into a huge argument? I share custody with my 17 year old daughter. I get her every two weeks and she'll come and live with me and my fiance. I work as an ER nurse, so I have weird shifts sometimes. This leaves my fiance and daughter alone together a lot. I thought it would be good for them to get some girl time with each other. I was wrong, they really don't get along. Part of me thinks it's her mother's influence because her mother hates my fiance. So the situation started Friday night. That morning, she asked me if she could go hang out with some friends that night, and I said sure. Her curfew is 11pm, which I don't think is unreasonable for a teenage girl. She knows this and knows she will be punished if she doesn't show at 11. That night I had to work, so I asked my fiancé to make sure she was back home safe and sound by 11. I've never had a problem with her missing curfew, so I didn't worry about it. I went to work at 8pm and didn't make it home till around 9am. When I got home, my fiancé was up and clearly distraught. She told me that my daughter came back home past curfew, and when she confronted her on it, my daughter lost her temper and went off. After talking to her, I spoke to my daughter who said that she was only a few minutes late and that my girlfriend overreacted and tried to punish her. So typically, I don't like to take sides and just try to find some middle ground between them. But this time, I could actually check everything by looking at our home security cameras. My daughter didn't get home until 1am. I interpreted this as my daughter not being fully truthful, so I sided with my partner. I punished my daughter by taking her car keys and stopping her allowance. She and her mother have in response both accused me of caring more about my fiancé more than my daughter, which isn't true. Am I the jerk? I don't think they're in the wrong for punishing them for showing up late and also kind of lying about it, but their fiancé who's only 9 years older than OP's daughter probably shouldn't be the one that has to confront her about it and try to act all parental. Our next story is, am I the jerk for throwing out a girl's present for me in the trash and calling her a creepy witch? I, male 18, am a senior in high school, and this creepy girl, female 18, has been following me around for the past few months. I've caught her recording me multiple times, and one of my friends showed me this entire invasive Tumblr page she made of edited pictures of me and her as a couple. I've tried confronting her before and telling her to stop following me around, but she always scampers off when I start talking to her and telling her off. I had to block her on various social medias after she sent me detailed DMs about her weird fantasies of me. I've tried reporting her to my dean with her DMs, but he's completely useless. And my parents don't at all care about how she's creeping me out, they think I should be flattered. A few weeks ago, she came up to me with this small box of cupcakes during lunch. Now, I know she ditched class to come stalk me and find out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Which cafeteria space I was sitting in for lunch because my friend has physics class with her during my lunch period. I was extremely pissed off that she was approaching me again, so I told her I didn't want her gift and to leave me alone. She kept mumbling sorry, but tried to force the box into my hands or lap. I finally stopped resisting, and as soon as she backed off, I said, Jesus, you creepy witch. Took the cupcake box to the nearest garbage can and shook it empty into the bin and chucked the box in too. She started crying and ran off and my friends were half laughing at the situation and half calling me savage and heartless. However, one of my friends texted me later and she said my reaction was extremely cruel and uncalled for. Am I the jerk? It would be one thing if they were just crushing on OP and like maybe the cupcake box was something that they did alone, but when you hear that it's going with this invasive Tumblr page with photoshops of them together, that's already gone way too far and I don't think OP's out of pocket. Like I think that would probably be legitimately enough to catch a harassment charge. This next story is, am I the jerk for getting a car towed just a few minutes after it parked in my mom's parking spot? I, 19-year-old male, live with my parents in a small neighborhood with a few condos attached to the row I'm in. We rent out two spots for both of our vehicles. One day, as my dad was at work and mom was out grocery shopping, I saw a guy parking his car in our spot. I waited a bit, maybe he was just making a one-minute pit stop, but he was still away after about five minutes and there were a few visitor parking spots available, so I was baffled why he decided to steal ours. I decided to call for a tow truck and then they came about 3-4 to four minutes later. I live near a tow truck lot. As the tow truck driver was hooking the car up, the guy came out and saw it. 
He immediately got into an argument with a tow truck driver and was saying he was only like 10 minutes. My mom got home about half an hour later and I forgot to mention to her what happened. But 10 minutes after she returned, the guy that stole our spot came to our house and argued with me and mom, saying he was only going to be there for 5 more minutes. It got heated but he eventually walked away, still pissed off. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk and also this guy needs to stop arguing with you and go find wherever their car got taken. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling work I'd been discharged from jury duty and having a week's holiday? I was assigned to two weeks jury duty in the UK. The law firm I work for approved it, they didn't have any choice, and policy was that I'd get full pay for the two weeks. After one week in one small trial, I was told on the Friday I was discharged and not needed for the next week. Work had no way of knowing this, so I took a week's holiday, stayed at home, rested, and when I went back in, I just said I didn't get selected for any cases in the second week. I told my close friend from law school, who also worked at the firm, and she was really cross with me, said it wasn't fair I got the week off and was saying she should really tell HR and couldn't believe I'd done it. We had a little falling out. I told her I needed the break and she just thought it was unfair. I have a small child so I enjoyed the bonus time with them. Am I the jerk for taking this time off or is it none of her business what I did and is she just jealous she didn't get the break? I think only the real issue here is you went around and bragged about it. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like most people in that situation, as long as there's no obvious repercussions, are probably going to take that extra week off. But yeah, you don't go back to work and immediately tell your coworkers, hey, guess what I did for the last week. You could also say that OP was just unfair because it's kind of stealing and their colleagues will have to do extra work to compensate for OP who is just sitting home enjoying themselves. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my daughter to have a new teacher? My boyfriend and I have two kids who are eight and two. Our oldest was not planned, our younger one was, but they're both the best things to ever happen to us. We're planning one more, maybe even two more kids in the future. My boyfriend makes enough for me to stay at home, so I'm at home taking care of housework and kids. I've had conferences with our daughter's teacher and everything was fine. I think she assumed I was older, so her teacher was doing this thing with subtraction, and one of the things was how old your parents are. These subtract your age and your answer was how old they were when you were born. My daughter was called wrong. My daughter said she wasn't wrong, she did the math correctly, and the teacher said, your parents are 26? And she said something like, my dad just turned 27. Her teacher asked about our marriage, which I feel is a very inappropriate question to ask a child. I think she asked if she knows when we got married. She said we aren't married. Her teacher looked at the class and said, don't be like daughter's parents and everyone laughed my daughter was correct we were 18 years old when she was born it was not planned and stressful as heck but looking back it was a huge blessing because our kids mean the absolute world to the both of us my boyfriend was born in germany he was only there as a baby so he doesn't have an accent or anything so nobody knows that and we've run into a lot of problems getting married because the way that his parents immigrated then covid and we're finally hoping to be married by the end of 2024 that being said that's not the teacher's business i confronted my daughter's teacher and told her that that was uncalled for of her to humiliate my daughter like that and she should be ashamed i told her what if she was adopted what would you say then 
and she told me to leave. I went to the principal and told her I want my kid out of that woman's class and she thinks I'm overreacting. I haven't gotten the chance to discuss it with my partner yet, but I think you'll agree with me. I don't blame OP one bit for wanting their daughter out of that judgmental, awful woman's class. It also sucks that the principal doesn't see the issue here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting someone to sit next to me on a plane? I, 25-year-old female, had a flight. As we board, the gate agent says the flight is not even half full, and they need us to spread out for even weight distribution. I was sitting in the middle seat, and they kept repeating that the flight was only half full, only 75 people on the flight. Almost literally the last second, a man, 50-ish, walks on and states, I'll sit next to you, not even asking. So that gave me a red flag about him and I say, actually my husband is going to sit here. The truth is, I'm traveling alone, but as a young woman I avoid telling people that. He states, then I'll sit at the window. So I say the flight is only half full, there's tons of room, and he just stands there. So I move to the aisle seat to avoid a problem, and he says, So where's your husband? I ignore him. He asks again, Should we have the flight attendants hold the flight for your husband? With literal air quotes, and I ignore him again. And he says, So you're just lying to me then. You're probably a Democrat. And I can't stand it anymore, unfortunately, and get loud saying, Can you shut the freak up? Like, who cares? I don't owe you anything. And then he won't stop calling me a liar, so I say, My husband is actually deployed in the Middle East, so you can mind your own business. This is true. And a flight attendant comes over and asks me what's happening, so I begin to explain, and of course, he talks over me. So another flight attendant comes over and says I have to move. I look at her dumbfounded because I was there first, and I didn't cause the problem, he did. So she says, One of you need to move or you're both off the flight. So I just grab my bag and move. Am I the jerk for lying to a stranger because I didn't want to sit next to them on a barely full flight? Based off of everything in this story? No, definitely not the jerk. In fact, I would say OP probably did just about the right thing. This next story is, am I the jerk for letting my toddler watch the neighbor mow the lawn? My toddler, one and a half year old male, and I, 25 year old female, were playing in the front yard today trying to enjoy what little sun we'd been having and get some fresh air. We live in a cul-de-sac so we can see everyone's front yard from ours. The neighbor's teenage daughter, maybe around 15 years old, comes out with her lawnmower and gets to work on her yard. She lives directly across the street from us. My son loves watching the world go by. He often watches the older kids play on the street and they always interact and say hi to him. So he runs to our fence with his little juice box and sits down in front of the gate so he can watch her mow the lawn. He wasn't always watching her, sometimes he'd just start picking the dandelions and throwing them around our yard, but most of the time he'd just sit and watch quietly. I kept my eye on him because it's a low fence, and I'd never let him play out front not supervised. I've read horror stories of parents letting their kids play out front and getting snatched. I was also just plodding around the garden and looking into my veg boxes to see what's growing. She kept looking over at my son and then going back to work. I watched her walk over to my fence and she started screaming how it's creepy my son was watching her and I needed to teach him from a young age not to stare at women or else he'll grow up and be a creep. I got up right away and grabbed my son and apologized and tried to say he's just curious what you're doing but she kept screaming at me because she doesn't like to be watched. I scooped my son up who was crying at this point. 
what baby wouldn't cry being yelled at, and hurried back to the yard so he could play there. She left while angrily muttering to herself about how I am a bad mother and my son will soon be a creep. I'm now feeling really bad about letting my son watch her mow the lawn and maybe we shouldn't play in the front yard anymore. So am I the jerk for letting my son sit and watch? I would say in no way should you let this ruin the time you get to spend playing in the front yard. It would be one thing if this person was teenage or older, but this was a one and a half year old toddler. They don't even understand how the world works yet. I don't know what's going on in her life, but there's something I think manifesting there in an ugly way. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to uninvite my parents and brother from my wedding after they told my fiance she was a controlling witch? My 27-year-old male, fiance Lily, 25-year-old female, and I have been together for three years and are currently planning our wedding. Lily grew up fantasizing about her future wedding, so naturally she's very excited for it. However, there are a few concerns I have with her attitude about the wedding. She's become so obsessed with the planning that she gets visibly annoyed whenever I give my input on anything. It makes me really upset because this is my wedding too, and I want to help plan as well. Not only that, but she refuses to acknowledge the choices I do make. I have no idea why, but Lily seems to absolutely despise my brother. When I asked her why, she said he was just really annoying. She absolutely freaked when I told her he was a groomsman. She told me I had to make him a normal guest because she would be uncomfortable with him there. She said I had to choose another person to take his place because she deserves to be happy on her wedding day as well. This resulted in a huge fight between us and I ended up venting to my parents about my frustrations because Lily won't listen to me about them. Yesterday, me and Lily went to dinner with them and the topic of the wedding came up. Well, to make a long story short, they all ended up yelling at each other over everything that's happened and my mom ended up calling Lily a controlling witch. Now, Lily is demanding I uninvite my parents as well, but I don't want to. Now Lily's mad at me, my parents are telling me to reconsider the relationship, and my brother thinks Lily's lost her marbles. Am I the jerk for not wanting to uninvite my parents or brother? I mean, from everything OP described here, I don't think the arguments of OP's family are wrong. She does seem kind of controlling in this whole situation. Our next story is, am I the jerk for requesting my husband go on paid leave at work, or else I was going to my mom's? I, 33-year-old female, am pregnant for the first time. I'm 8 months pregnant and getting closer and closer to my date. I'm supposed to be on bed rest. My husband, though, works very long hours, sometimes close to 16 hours a day. He's a hospitalist at a hospital nearly an hour away. I love my husband. We've been together since high school, but he's never home. He works 7 days a week. Some days are shorter than others, but my husband has an issue with picking up and staying. He's very passionate in his work. The time he is home, he's mostly sleeping or does a little cleanup of the house. Since I've been placed on bed rest, I've decided I'll be staying with my mother till I give birth so I could have some extra help and my husband wouldn't have to come home and clean up after me. At this point, I have to have someone stand by when I shower and I didn't want to put that on him. When I brought this up to my husband, he was deeply upset and told me he didn't want me going that he works that many hours and likes to come home to see me. I told him he'd either have to take his paid leave at work till the end of my pregnancy or I was leaving. 
He got upset and said I couldn't make him choose between those things and that he could take shorter days, but he worked an important job and couldn't pick up and go. I told him he needed to because I needed him too. He's been upset for the past two days and says he can't believe I gave him an ultimatum and it wasn't fair to him. I think I'm being perfectly fair. Just because they do enjoy coming home after working all those hours and seeing you doesn't mean that you need to forego getting any kind of help or assistance when you need it during a tough time such as being pregnant. Honestly, I think if the husband truly cared and loved OP, they would be pushing for them to go stay at the mom's so they can have that work while OP continues to make money to support their upcoming family. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.